0: Hmm? Oh, hello everyone Uh, Sorry, I'm not sure what I've got for you today, actually See, I'm off on holiday Hold on, I'll just uh, ask if you can come along as well That'll be alright, won't it, Parker? Hey, manners, manners Lord Parker, if you don't mind Oh, I'm sorry, yes, Lord Parker (laughs) Here's Thunderbirds
1: Oh, audible, load of old rubbish
0: So welcome back to Thunderbirds. We're starting with some uh, leftover music from Supercar as we uh, rejoin the second season for Lord Parker's Holiday. I actually noticed while uh, looking at my notes earlier, the second season of Thunderbirds, we seem to be doing this in reverse order. We started with Give or Take a Million and now uh, after that it was Ricochet and now we're on Lord Parker's Holiday. So it would be interesting to see if we keep going backwards through the uh, the six season two episodes. That's... Hmm, an odd thing. Anyway, we're opening with this lovely shot of uh, Little Village of Monte Bianco. Here's the uh, reflector station, and inside we have TARDIS console. Six-sided thing with a central column. Uh, if not a, a definite nod to to Doctor Who, then uh, an amazing coincidence. And inside, um, two science gentlemen who, I have to admit, I don't remember their names. But I'm... Is Mitchell the sun. Mitchell, there we go. I cease to wonder at its enormous energy.
2: With the solar generator, Professor, you have captured a little of that energy.
0: Yes, Professor and Mitchell. uh, This is only the first stage.
2: Tonight we will generate electricity for one small town. And if this is successful, we will supply the whole valley. And then, who knows,
0: perhaps the whole world. Shall I say nothing can go wrong or shall I leave that to you, Professor? Yeah, this is the Professor puppet from... uh, I think this is the Professor Borinder puppet from uh, Perils of Penelope. Looks like he's even wearing the same clothes.
2: Center on the heat exchange.
0: Yes, they've set up a, a solar dish to uh, to collect the energy from the sun to power the town. Centered. Lining it up on the uh, the sun itself. I, I I like that shot of the actual the very end of the I don't know what you'd call it the the solar collector. It kind of looks like a, a sort of um, film camera or film light. Anyway, we're now over to Creighton Ward Manor. Will this be all, Belady?
3: Yes, I think so. Um, there are one or two other knick-knacks, but I'll bring those down myself. I just hope I don't forget.
0: Travelling them. light this time, only four cases.
3: Yes, belady. Now, I want you to consider the next few days as a holiday for you as much as for me.
0: It's unusual for Penelope. I think in The Impostors, we saw a whole mountain of cases that she wanted to take with her. Very good, belady. Maybe she's learnt from her experiences with, uh, with Jeremiah Tuttle, but I doubt it. And, of course, it would rain before they go off on holiday.
3: Oh, dear, it's raining again. But we must make a start. Where are you, Parker?
1: Right here, lady.
3: Parker.
0: Ah, he's looking very ready for his holiday. You
3: took me at my word. I hope the inclement weather doesn't spoil your outfit.
1: Oh, I understand the sun always shines in Monty Blanco.
0: And it's a nice little uh, town they've created here despite the fact that really we only see the uh, the hotel set.
1: All they bring is more work.
0: manned by these two lovely characters. Tomorrow our little town will
4: be famous. The first in the world to be lit by electricity from a solar station.
0: This is the uh, long suffering I don't know what 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 do you call what what would you call Bruno? I was going to say butler but he's not a butler you don't get butlers in a hotel.
2: It is against but he's
0: got a catchphrase.
2: Be a great disaster. Yeah.
0: What
2: do you say? The sun will take its revenge. It will be a great disaster.
0: Idiot!
2: Get back to work!
0: Oh, it's Signor Fancini is the chap he's working for, played by Jeremy Wilkin, and Bruno is played by Charles Tingwell. Oh, wrong? His uh, first appearance in the Thunderbirds TV series, I believe, he's also playing Mitchell. You wouldn't necessarily know that that's him playing, uh, playing Bruno at first. But Bruno's a lovely character, as we'll come to discover through this episode.
2: What's the temperature? Yes, sir. Keep it below one thousand degrees absolute.
0: And as TARDIS consoles go, this one that they've got at the solar station is actually pretty darn well designed. Um, I'm not sure you could get away with the rest of the room as, as a TARDIS interior, but uh, generators do not... this is a very nice control console set. tonight. It's almost a shame, really, that uh, it's 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 not going to be produced in that. Um, isn't there a part work at the moment? A TARDIS consoles part work. Be nice to see it made in there. Anyway, very good. We're not going to have that. We have Penelope and Parker heading off on holiday. What stock Barry Gray music is it? Ah, there we go. Mm, a
3: great deal of interference.
0: Blues Pacifica.
3: Mm. Interference seems to be general. It's probably the mountains. We're very near them now.
0: And I can still remember actually the the first time I saw this episode, as I often I, I seem to remember I seem to be able to remember. Uh, first sights of episodes. I remember going around a friend's house, actually. Uh, this is a friend I think I've mentioned on here before who used to find the uh, the explosion of the terror fish in Stingray really funny, you know, when their mouths are flapping open and closed once they've been hit. He had a VHS tape of this and uh, give or take a million. I believe it was... Uh, Volume 16 on the old VHS collection from uh, Channel 5, or or Polygram it might even have been then. And I just remember, because Thunderbirds was on TV at the time, uh, airing on the BBC, the sheer... It it almost blew my mind, the idea that you can watch episodes out of order, you don't have to wait for the BBC to show them, you could go out and buy them now. But I sure
4: wish I... probably
0: one of my first... first inklings that, um, that that was a thing you could do.
2: Problem of storing electricity on a commercial scale.
4: Right. The cyclonic battery is a real step forward.
0: Jeff and Brains are having a hearty uh, cup of tea. Then use this to generate power.
4: Uh, The idea is old enough.
0: Catching us up on the uh, technical background of the solar reflector.
4: Wish I was there to see it.
0: Brains is very nearly tipping his uh, tea out of his cup. But will he get his wish to come and see the solar reflector? You know, this is Thunderbirds, and this is a highly experimental piece of technology. I'm sure he'll get to experience it up close before too long.
2: i the put voltage high enough? Yes, sir. We can maintain 150,000 kilowatts for about 20 hours. Good. Are the cyclonic regulators checked? Yes, Professor. We're ready for switch on as soon
0: as it's dark. What about the helmic regulator? And those Zyton crystals? I'm sorry, I love the TARDIS. I love the TARDIS console. Ah, I won't mention any more about it. Unless I do. Stormy weather as Fab One arrives at the hotel in Monte Bianco. Oh,
4: Signorina Penelope, I feel ashamed to welcome you to this.
0: And again, as I mentioned uh, last week with the lighthouse dwellers, puppets being rained on.
3: The English are always prepared for rain.
0: Oh, dear. (laughs) Oh, the state of them both. Parker just standing there like a complete, well, a complete drip, really.
1: Get their bags inside. Oh. We celebrate.
0: Yeah, Bruno is uh, Signor Fancini's Parker equivalent So Parker doesn't mind bossing him around Because uh, he's on holiday, as Penny said
1: You'd better change, Signor Before you flood the
0: hotel Oh, I say, very fancy You
2: look very fine, Signor
4: But where is Signorina Penelope? Ah, here
0: she is This hotel apparently has all sorts of Uh costumes on hand. Penelope's done herself up as... Is this me- meant to be Marie Antoinette? Uh, or somebody of that era? And the puppet's giving a, giving it a go of walking down the stairs, but the dress is possibly slightly too big to to make it look as convincing as it might. But she does look very nice.
3: Hey, Parker.
1: You look quite dashing. <laughs> Thank you, beloved. That costume of yours is it? A- Peter, I don't care
3: why thank you Parker I'll take that as a most gracious compliment
1: Signore may I have your
2: attention I am proud to welcome you to Monte Bianco for this great event tonight our town will become the first to be lit by power generated
1: direct from the sun I find
0: it yes, This is another crowd scene lots of people in this hotel and uh, again it's, it's one where you can see they have a limited number of puppeteers some puppets just aren't moving we're counting down the seconds to the, um, the switch over to the energy from the solar generator that's going to power the town tonight. Despite this very bad storm, I'm sure the storm will pass very soon, though.
2: Five, four, three, two, one. Two. One. Activate.
0: And that's it. The whole town has got power.
1: Bravo! Magnifico! Salute. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, uh, good health, belied.
0: And this is obviously in this period of the show where Penelope and Parker have, uh, do have increasingly a lot of screen time to themselves at the expense of other members of International Rescue. I think I've said before that I'm not mad keen on that. It's really building up. Uh, partly because I'm not a mad fan of the whole Penelope spy thing. But since that part of it isn't much of an element with this episode, uh, I find myself enjoying this one quite a bit.
2: They can get pretty violent.
0: Oh, yeah. I think also because, as I said, it's that sheer novelty of I saw this before it was shown on TV, at least in the 90s, so it's kind of like, aha, this was one I saw before many other people. Anyway, oh, Parker's having fun with his sp- spag bowl. Ah, uh,
3: wind it around the form.
0: That is what it is, isn't it? I would have thought he'd be he'd be well soon monster. He'd be familiar with it or, or was that not a not a huge thing in England of the 60s? I must admit I'm not uh, I'm an expert on many things but I'm not an expert on uh, on noodley foods. Musica. <gasps> Yay! Oh, over in the corner, the Cast Carnaby 5 playing the musica. Although it's um, obviously it's just stock footage. They're not really there, but it's nice to think that they are... It will be a great disaster. Of course, they don't recognise Penelope and Parker. Uh-oh. The tower's been hit. It's hopes a conductor can take it. Well... Lightning rarely strikes twice. I think they'll be okay. Oh, what do you know? Lightning struck twice. Check the primary circuits. It's not going to strike for a third time, surely. I'm also not clear if this... Uh, the reflector
2: is attracting the lightning like a magnet.
0: This uh, solar station it is directly beneath beneath the reflector tower. I suppose it must be because the professor gets up there very quickly, but you wouldn't want this thing collapsing on top of you.
2: Oh! I think the tower is starting to crack!
0: Not that such a thing is going to happen, of course. Oh, that's it. Professor's going out to take a look.
2: That's the power. But, Professor... I said, cut the power.
0: No, oh, that's it. What's wrong? Oh, town's gone out. Signore,
1: signore, please, be calm. We will light the candles.
0: So they've lit the candles.
1: Something must be wrong. Is it serious, belady? I
3: don't know, Parker.
0: Fourth lightning strike on the tower? Or is that third? I've not been, I've not been keeping count.
3: You can't
2: take much more of this. The tower will collapse.
0: Hmm. This is one of those, I don't think they really thought this through, Thunderbird's inventions. Which is a shame, because it's a really nice idea, it's a really nice... Uh, especially for this show, which is so often, you know, stuffing a nuclear reactor into anything. Fueled fifth lightning strike there. Fueled guzzling monstrosities, like the Crablogger and such. This is a nice eco-friendly sixth lightning strike, my goodness. How unlucky is this thing?
2: Great disaster.
0: Yeah, and the rest. Yeah, a nice eco-friendly bit of Thunderbirds tech. Too bad it, uh, we're what, 20, uh, 20 minutes in and that's it. It's down. Just missing the station and I love the sound effects on this thing crashing down the mountainside. Rolling all the way down the cliff and wedging itself at the bottom. Oh. Here's an odd moment, though. The reflector's been
3: smashed.
0: How is Penelope the only one in the hotel to notice that? Why was she? Why did she happen to be looking in its direction at the uh in the first place anyway? Oh. Well, it was a good try. It was a good idea. Luckily, the professors escaped with a. What happened
2: to the defector.
0: It's- a rather nasty cut on his uh forehead there
2: i will help you inside sir
0: again these poor puppets getting absolutely soaked
4: this storm she is passing Ah,
0: and here comes the moon oh and of course the reflector has landed wouldn't you know it it's landed at just the right angle to reflect the moonlight down onto the town again this is a as well as being a nice idea, it's a lovely, rather ingenious setup for Thunderbirds episode.
3: A giant mirror. It's reflecting the moonlight down onto the town.
0: First, first the whole environmentally friendly aspect of it, and then secondly, okay, there's been this accident, but actually this Night She's very warm. The party will begin again. This we can have this moonlight party. That's fine. And uh, nobody accepts, except uh, Penelope is thinking, mm, uh, maybe uh, once the moon goes down and the sun comes up, we could be in a bit of trouble by it. Psst,
3: signorina.
2: What do you doing Bruno? Get back to work.
0: Again, all the puppets in the background are absolutely rock stiff. Soft in the air. There's a guy behind Penelope I think might be dead. his eyes aren't even moving.
1: But what did he say, Belady?
0: But then you're not supposed to be looking at the background characters, even though I, and I, I'm sure many of us do, I like keeping an eye on the background characters and seeing what they're doing.
3: Contact Jeff. Find the old man and make sure he talks to no one. And make sure no one leaves. We may need every pair of hands we can get. International Rescue... Come in,
0: please. Only Penelope could go on holiday and require the services of international rescue. But again, it's it's building up to a moment where... Uh, Storm in the mountains. Once again, we get to see her driving Fab 1, which always gives us flashbacks to uh, the driving scene in Vault of Death and the assumption that either she had lessons since then or that whole thing was a massive deception on her part to scare the living daylights out of parker this is also i believe the the first time we see uh, fab one go on water in the television series we see it in water in in the first film thunderbirds are go and this jetty she's driving off of here very slowly is the same one she drives off in the film or fab one drives off in the film i should say it's even got that number three right next to it uh where we saw various uh, Stingray publicity photos taken over the years as well, I believe. And this is a lovely image of fab one just cruising over the surface of the water. And of course, they happen past a yacht, and of course, there's the drunk.
1: I've heard of pink elephants, but a pink Rolls Royce out of the sea, driven by Barney Antoinette is
0: ridiculous. I also recognize the yacht. I wonder if it might be Fab 2. Is that who Parker lost it to? That guy?
3: This should
0: be far enough. Seeing Fab One on the surface of the water like this, I often wonder if, uh, if it had underwater capabilities, if it might have been uh, like a forerunner of the Lotus Esprit. That would have been quite fun. Because um, obviously we know from Stingray, the uh, the A.P. Films model crew could do that sort of thing in their sleep. I'm going to need you, Jeff, and quickly. Go on, Penny. But I'm playing chess with brains. The reflector from the solar station crashed down the mountain during a storm. Gee.
4: That thing must weigh 400 tons.
3: The reflector jammed about halfway down the mountainside, but at such an angle that tomorrow the sun will be concentrated down onto the town.
4: I get the picture. It'll be like holding a giant burning glass o- over the town.
2: As the sun moves, it'll sweep across Monte Bianco, burning everything in its path.
3: Exactly, Jeff. And hurry, you'll be racing against the sun.
2: Right, Penny, we're on our way.
4: Pennybird 1 will be underway in 30 seconds. Boys? Thunderbird 2 will be right behind him.
2: International rescue from Thunderbird 1. Changing to horizontal flight.
0: So, Thunderbird 1 is on the way. And is this the episode where we go to an advert break after Thunderbird 1 launches and we come back and Thunderbird 2 is still launching? Let's find out. My goodness, it is. Oh, it worries me that I can remember details like that. It really worries me. It's also odd that they would split this over the uh, over the advert break like that. Normally, it's like, right, we're off, we're on our way, ba 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 ba, and then we go to the advert break. This is kind of. Um I don't want to say anticlimactic because everybody obviously likes to see Thunderbird Two launching, but it's like you know, we we did the launching scene. That's done.
3: You look kind of worried, Jeff. What's wrong?
2: I don't know, Mother. i just got a feeling about this assignment.
0: Yeah, and here's an odd ang- angle to this story. Jeff's got a feeling. He's he's just got a feeling. He can't can't put it into words. He just oh, he's got a feeling. Um. I suppose it's there to make this feel a bit, um, a bit different, a bit ominous, uh, to add some weight to something that happens later on, but, uh, it, it really need not be there, it doesn't really add all that much, uh, come on, Thunderbird 2, get going, thank you, yep, this is Virgil, Allen and Brains, very slowly off after Scott,
3: international rescue are on their way, Parker. I I don't quite follow,
1: Belady. Who is in danger?
3: By this hotel. The whole town.
4: Oh, poor old Parker.
3: Be burnt to a cinder, unless we can move the reflector before the sun comes out tomorrow.
4: Oh, of course. The
1: sun.
0: There I had to stay. I'm someone's had a lot to drink tonight. Very good, Belady.
3: Now I'm relying on you, Parker, to keep the guests in the hotel.
0: It's strange that nobody else considers that in the hotel. And this is fun as well, leaving Parker to sort sort everybody out in the hotel.
1: Now, now, look here. Tomorrow morning, we could be in trouble. Savvy? It will be a great disaster. Yeah, all right, all right. If the guests thought they were in danger, they would panic to leave. Exactly. That's why tomorrow morning, we must keep them occupied.
0: I love this as well with Parker being left in charge.
1: Lined off these. Get them to play a little game.
0: Cause although he's an international rescue agent, he's very often just the chauffeur. It's nice to see him take charge like this.
2: Sam all right, my dear. He was very lucky. I'm sorry we meet again under such tragic circumstances.
0: We won't go into the backstory of our previous meeting, though.
2: All three. I've done some calculations.
0: It's also nice to throw Parker together with a similar character who's of a completely different nationality to the point where they almost don't understand each other. They just barely have communication. Uh, they're, they're a very nice, very nice duo, Parker and Bruno. And of course, Bruno did return many years later. I believe there's a a fan film with Parker um, voiced by David Graham and he gets a call from Bruno voiced by Charles Tingwell. I've only seen bits of that. Uh, I'm sure it's out there somewhere.
2: As the sun sets here, on the other side of the world, it'll rise on sleeping Monte Bianco.
0: And of course, the streets of Monte Bianco are deserted. That must have been a really good party last night.
4: Thunderbird 1 to Thunderbird 2. ETA, Monte Bianco, 549, local time. FAB, Scott. We're about 20 minutes behind you. Have you been able to contact the solar station? I'd sure like to get an idea of a problem. I can use the radio camera. I'll send you a few shots. I
0: can. F-A-B. Thunderbird 1 was approaching Monte Bianco there. We saw a side-on shot of it. Thunderbird 1 is flying in blue daylight and then we cut to Thunderbird 2 and they're flying along stormy clouds. There must be a very long way behind them.
2: The IF stage is gone. The oscillators are burnt out. The lightning's ruined the radio. Isn't there anything we can do other than... The
0: lightning's ruined everything except that wonderful TARDIS console.
3: Well, there's no point in me staying here. Now, Mitchell, we'd better get the professor to hospital. He needs treatment. I called International Rescue before I left the hotel. They'll take care of everything.
0: And that is it for the Professor and Mitchell now, I think. Meanwhile, Parker and Bruno have set up. Well, they've set up a bingo hall downstairs. Everyone is presumably sleeping off the night before. Where did they find the time to make all the, the score sheets and the, the massive Lord Parker's bingo sign? I love it. Oh. He's so, he's so creative when left to his own devices. I mean, professionally printed score sheets, come on.
1: Well, Pluto, that seems adequate. Go wake them. Wake them up, senor. They didn't get to bed till three. We've got to get.
0: Oh, three. Sorry, this talk of going to bed is making me sleepy. <laughs> I'm not sure what that's about. I'm naturally quite sleepy if you've never met me.
1: Start with the manager. I'll need him to assist me. Oh, see, si, senor.
0: Oh, poor old Bruno has to go wake everybody up. Oh, but the clock in the manager's room says it's five to six now.
1: It is
2: time to get up. What is? What, what does he want? Lord Parker wants you downstairs. Oh.
1: Uh, It is six o'clock, Bruno. Go away, you stupido.
0: That clock is advancing in real time as well, which is quite sweet. (laughs) Ah, the miracles of technology. They're getting paper printout of the photos. Uh, Instantaneously beamed to Thunderbird 2. It
4: sure looks a tricky setup. Any ideas, Brains? Well, we may be able to tilt the reflector up so that it faces skywards. You said it weighs 400 tons, brains. I know. It won't be easy, but it's our only chance.
0: Whatever happened to the old um, remote control camera Thunderbird 1 had? That would seem to be useful in times like this. They don't use that after... Well, They only use it a couple of times, actually, don't they? Anyway, Parker's keeping uh, everything organized at the hotel.
1: Your lordship. Please excuse me. I did not realize.
0: And I love how, how instantly fawning the manager is here. You,
1: as it it's was. another
0: lovely Jeremy Wilkin character. It's
1: ready to join us in our little game? Oh, si, senor. When they heard you were the English lord, they were most willing. Yeah, I thought they'd fall. Uh, let join in. Oh.
0: It's lovely as well that Parker and Bruno uh, are only just managing to pull this off.
2: Based to Thunderbird 2, just like, Literally,
0: if anybody thinks about it, it's all going to fall apart, but everyone's too awed of Lord Parker to do anything about it.
2: Be careful. I've got a feeling about this one. I will, Father.
4: There it is.
0: Ah, thanks, Alan. There's the sun. We'll have to work fast. Hmm. Assuming how- I propose we blow up the sun, Virgil. My brains, we've talked about this. But I've got my sun-destroying machine already.
4: You'll have to lower me down to get a real close look. It's not your job, Brains. I'll go. I I need to see it at close quarters. I'll radio a full description. It's not the same. Stop arguing, you two. Every minute counts. All right, Brains, it's your assignment. But don't take any
0: chances. Gee, thanks, Virgil. And of course, this scenario of a a solar reflector stuck on the side of a mountain, I think they use this in the... The first or, or second episode of the Thunderbirds Argo CGI series from 2015. Uh, I say first or second because it was, a, it was a two-parter that opened that series, wasn't it? I, I saw that first two-parter and uh, it didn't inspire me to go back to any more. But I was surprised that they just pulled a whole story idea from the original series and then they were like done with it within about five minutes, possibly less. Possibly this isn't a scenario that requires a full fifty minutes to, to resolve, but I think the fact that you have the the stuff going on in the hotel with Lord Parker um really helps it. Whereas I remember the CGI equivalent being a bit sort of okay, I- here's another bunch of CGI people running around going, ah Um But maybe the show got better. I, I as I said I never saw any more after that.
4: Darn this harness, I c I can't move. Uh
0: Brains is uncomfortable.
4: Are you okay, Brains? Yeah, I'm fine. I just took off the harness. It was so clumsy. I said, "Don't take chances, Brains." Don't worry. I know what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, Brains is a reckless disregard for danger this week. He isn't entirely consistent with his character, and it's a long way down.
4: Hurried up, Brains. Time's running out. Okay, I'm going to climb up to the rim. Be careful, Brains.
0: I do like as well, several moments where Brains is, um, almost looks like he's going to fall to his death, and then it's, we cut back to the goings-on in the hotel. Here he is, climbing up the side of the uh, reflector, this just sheer metal surface, and then he slips.
1: Oh, John, oh, John. Honest Lord Parker doesn't pay out until he's checked your card.
0: How's Parker paying for these bingo wins, by the way? Is is he, uh did he crack open the safe or is he, has he got Penelope's credit card? Clamp. I'm sure it's got to be the former. I doubt she would let him have any access to her money, no matter how much she trusts him anyway. Hello uh, there, Brains. You don't
4: have to tell me twice. I'm getting mighty hot inside this suit.
0: Brains has got Thunderbird 2's electromagnet thingy clamped onto the uh solar reflector and he's still complaining about this suit. I like it's the same kind of um, protective fire suit that we've seen uh, seen several times before, I think, um, usually when, when people are driving the Firefly. Well, I say people, that's normally Virgil, isn't it? I also wonder with this... Um, okay, Alan,
4: brains is clear.
0: If moving the thing is um, the only option available, I get that it's probably the most practical, but um, could they not... I don't know, could they not... Destroy the the generator part of it. What if they just shot it? It's not moving and Thunderbird 2 has missiles Um, Or they could just throw a great big sheet over it This this is this is one of the options that uh, Actually, I think this is probably why I'm not a member of International Rescue. I I come up with silly ideas It's still not shifting Virgil. I'm going all the way full thrust Full boost vertical, come on Thunderbird 2.
4: I've located the trouble, the gear's jammed, it'll take me a couple of minutes to cut
0: through. I don't
4: think we've got a couple of minutes, Brains, the hotel's starting to smoke.
0: Maybe, yeah, maybe just a big blanket throw over the thing. Smoke?
4: Why didn't I think of that before? Is Scott still around, Virgil?
0: Why yes, he is. I love that. <laughs> yeah, Scott's just, just Scott's just gone radio silent since he arrived. Everyone had almost forgotten he was there.
1: Bingo! Well jud lady. Now we're going, knock like a else on fire. What am I saying?
0: And so Thunderbird one is pumping out black smoke to uh blot out the sun's not really working. The hotel is still smouldering, but it's given time it's given brains time to uh what was it he said was stuck? I don't know, but he's he's cutting through it now. It's not the most thrilling of, of climaxes to a Thunderbirds episode, as much as I'm enjoying this. Um, I think because probably nobody is actually directly in danger. I mean, we know the town will go up in flames if International Rescue don't do this. But because we don't have, like, a person sort of going, Ah, help! Oh, we've got to get to them in time! Oh, no! It's like... You know, welding and, and cutting, and uh, trying to shift the thing. Again, we're very light on dramatic music, in that we don't have any. Okay, boys, take her up. So brains is complaining about the suit, but uh, well, it looks like he's clear. Thunderbird two going to start lifting again. Oh, now we have music. Okay, I suppose it's justified here. even if this is a very slow-moving procedure.
4: I think it's beginning to move.
0: Brains doesn't want to get too far away, even though this is a thing that weighs so many thousands of tons. He's still standing right next to it. Oh, that's it. They've got the reflector onto its back, which is something. That should do it. Uh Uh-oh. There goes Brains.
4: Brains! He's
0: fallen. and although we know we know brains hasn't really fallen it is one of those moments where you think as a kid oh no maybe he might have done and the fact that you see the rocks so heavily pounding on that suit and then yep the reflectors fallen coming all the way down the mountain and if brains wasn't dead before he is now it's such a, oh, then you get that last shot of the the hand of the suit sticking out of the rubble. has
4: been an accident. Brains has fallen. Can you assist? Sure, Virgil. I'll go down and see what I can do.
0: And although it is a nice moment of uh, temporary drama and suspense, you really believe that Brains is dead. He's
4: gonna sit here? Steady, out.
0: At least the characters do. Doing
4: everything possible. I saw him fall. He must have been killed.
0: It does make Brains look a bit of a jerk for not radioing in instantly.
4: Don't worry, boys. I- I- I'm fine. It was only the suit. I took it off, it was so awkward.
0: Ah. relief.
4: we thought. Now listen brains,
0: you- So all that grumbling about the suit actually had a point. Yes sir. Um, maybe that's point in inverted commas. Much like Jeff's, I had a feeling about this one, uh, thing.
2: Well I don't mind telling you I'm glad this one's over. I had a feeling something might go wrong.
4: Uh, Don't worry Mr. Tracy. We handle the situation. Yes father. We'll be home for breakfast.
2: Breakfast? It's 2 a.m. here. I'm going
0: to bed. Aw. Just wearing another snazzy breakfast? dressing gown.
4: Grumpy Bianco. Sometimes even I get confused.
3: <laughs> well, Lord Parker, I think you owe me an explanation.
1: Well, I. I thought the guest would be more inclined to take orders from an English lord, as it were. I anticipated you would not mind
3: all right Parker in the circumstances we'll forget it but tell me what game so engrossed them that they didn't notice the danger a game very popular in my youth as I remember bingo bingo (laughs) you'll have to instruct me
0: sometime this is lovely I was I just wish we could have had that moment that you know must have happened, but we don't see it where Penelope walks in and sees Parker at the, you know, head of the room leading the uh, the bingo game. I anticipated you again, my lady. But this is a nice ending, if a bit strange. Bingo! Yep, yeah, he's already changed to go swimming, but he was uh, covering himself from Penelope for some reason. And that was Lord Parker's Holiday, which I've always had a lot of time for, as I said, uh, I'm not a huge Penelope fan, so it's nice that um, we get an episode where although she and Parker are the focus, the whole spy thing isn't uh, isn't played up too much. And it's also really nice to see Parker Parker take charge for a bit, thrown together with uh, with an equally um, put upon character, poor old Bruno, lovely character from uh, from Charles Tingwell there. Teleplay by Tony Barwick. Yes, is t- Tony Barwick is one who can, um, as well as being very silly in in later shows, he's one that could think out of the box quite well. So the whole solar reflector thing, the the environmentally you know friendly for once Thunderbirds device. Looking at the end credits here is the the fire flash, who's definitely not an environmentally friendly thing. That's that was a really nice angle. Um, I you know the final resolution is not the most exciting but it's um it's certainly a really nice setup for for a bit of thunderbirds action so although this isn't one of my favorites it's certainly a very strong episode uh with some lovely little character moments for poor old parker um what more can you say but bingo